All right, welcome to this special Friday night episode of Backyard Politics. I am your always humble, never boastful, unsophisticated host, John Smith. Uh, pro- programming update real quick. Uh, we are live from the Say What You Will radio studios in sunny Mesa, Arizona, broadcasting on YouTube and Rumble Monday and an occasional Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those of you in Export, Pennsylvania. Please subscribe to my channel and share this video so others can experience all the joy it brings. And don't forget to smash the like and the rumble buttons. Our audio podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and just about anywhere podcasts can be heard. You can find all of our shows and, more importantly, our amazing sponsors on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. Before we get started, I do want to give a shout-out to Dave the Trucker. Keep safe, my friend, because if you have it, someone like Dave the Trucker brought it to you. Take a minute to thank a trucker. If you want to be on the show tonight, be part of the show. I do accept live calls during the stream. The number is 602-475-2000, 602-475-2000. And uh, let's go ahead and get to the show. All right. Well, tonight is our first of uh, hopefully many shows we're calling Facts and Feelings. And I'm going to be sharing some facts, and Shelly is going to be sharing her feelings about those facts. Uh, everybody is welcome to chime in, and if there's a fact you'd like to share, it's your feelings too. It's my feelings too. But if <laughs> if there's any facts that you guys would like to share, uh, we'll give our feelings on them as well. Uh, we also want to hear your feelings, yes. so you can use the live chat and you can uh, give us a call. The more interactive this program is, the more fun we're going to have. So. We might as well get started, right? And by the way, happy Friday. Yes, it uh, actually isn't Thursday. It is Friday. It is Friday. It's a special. That's right. We weren't here last night, so we decided to do a special Friday episode. Yes. So, yeah. So fact number one, Joe Biden and the Democrats were opposed to the mandates, the uh, vaccine mandates, and said the vaccine was private business that's private personal information and the mandates were unforceable so let me show a quick clip just so you don't think that i'm lying i don't think it should be mandatory i wouldn't demand to be mandatory but i would do everything in my power just like i don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide can we mandate vaccines across the country no that's not a role that the federal government i think even has the power to make we cannot require someone to be vaccinated that's just not what we can do it is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate. All right. So there you go. And uh, to answer your question, uh, Rise and Ability, yes, we are live. Live from the Say What You Will radio studios in Mesa, Arizona. So, uh, yeah, Jennifer says ability. That is a fact. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Uh, nice one. So there, there you go. Shell. what do you think? Uh, the Democrats now who are pushing the vac- uh, vaccine mandates and uh, Biden has put out an executive order to mandate vaccinations for companies over a hundred people. Yes. Thoughts. What are your, what are your feelings? You don't want my feelings on this because there's a lot, but you know, I, 
to go from one stance to another, I could, I could understand that change because those first ones were taken, what, probably a year, year and a half ago when those, those videos were oh, yeah, that first was, talked about it. Well, no, that you mean about like mandating, not mandating it? Yes, that was about. Well, uh, those, Biden was the president. Right. So it happened within so, the past nine yeah. months or so. Okay. Yeah, so a few months ago. Almost, yeah. yeah. So my point is, like, I absolutely understand changing your mind on a subject. Once you have knowledge, it's kind of like we talked about last time. Once you have the data, once you have, if it was something that we had all kinds of data and all kinds of factual proof from doctors on all sides, and they all supported the need for it, I could understand the change. I mm -hmm. could, and, and for them to come out and say, be honest, say originally we had stated it was not required. We weren't going to require it, but now they act like they never said that. So if yeah. we're going to go back to our last show, that's a lie. <laughs> it's one of the great lies. So I, and you know, you and I have had this conversation and I know you've, you know, a, a lot of the people on here have had the same conversation over and over again about what your freedom is. We're not anti-vaxxers. If you choose to get it, we fully support that. Just don't put your choices on me. And that's not just about the vaccine. That's about a whole lot of things. But this specifically, because we don't know the effects. I mean, Jen did a great job last time talking about how how much they don't understand and why they don't understand it because they don't know how it's going to react. So how do you mandate and make something applicable to every single age, every single background, every single blood type, no matter what it is, how do you take and mandate that and make someone do that? If I choose to die because I didn't get the vaccine, that's my choice. Right. So that's well, my, that's there's a feeling. video actually, uh, that, uh, maybe I should play now. Maybe this is a good parlay for it. Uh, because listen to what Joe Biden. And so this, this will be the last video clip that I have for the night, but listen to what Joe Biden actually has to say about what you just said. You said, if you choose not to take it and die from that's the choice. COVID, that's your choice. Now listen, choice. listen to the Biden spin on uh, what he had to say. Wait till the very last minute. Uh, the, it's the last part of this conversation, but listen to what he has to say. Uh, Mr. President, let me ask you a follow about that. As, as many as, as one in three emergency responders in some cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, right here in Baltimore, are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Uh By the way, I waited until uh, July to talk about mandating because I tried everything else possible. The mandates are working. All the stuff about people leaving and people getting it, you have, you have everyone from United Airlines to Spirit, all these airlines, we're not going to get all 96, 97% of the people have gotten the vaccine. All the talk about all these folks who are going to leave the military if they're, they're mandated. Not true. You got about a 90-some percent vaccination rate. I mean, so there's a, the idea is that, uh, look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue, freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on, freedom. Oh, come on.
So Biden is saying that you don't have the freedom to kill other people with with your COVID. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. Okay, first of all, if he has the freedom to do to do all the insane things that he has the freedoms to do, why don't I have that same right? Explain yes. to me. And first, if if you're the president of the United States and you're standing up there, I don't care what the topic is, and you laugh at a freedom, I'm sorry, that's treason right there. Get him out. Get him yeah. out. Come on, people. We couldn't get rid of Newsom, but we can get rid of Biden. Like, I'm sorry. Let's go, Brandon. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> that's that's horrible. Well, he said an interesting thing, too, in that that little clip. Well, there's a lot of interesting things that he said, but one of the things he said, come on, the vaccine mandates work. Look at, look at the airlines. Well, we know that Delta is not enforcing the mandate and right. just announced today. Southwest, Southwest airlines will not be. Yes. Uh. All right, go ahead. You're on backyard politics. Uh, Hey John, this is what happened. <laughs> Did you say Beavis on stage last night? That's that. Town hall meeting. <laughs> he was a dumbass. <laughs> no way, buddy. That wasn't me. That was Cornwallio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dumbass. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead called the backyard politics yes, show. They did. That was awesome. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> That's that was legit. Okay, show's over. Yeah, <laughs> then drop the note. mic and get out of here. That was perfect. <laughs> yes. No, I just um, <laughs> I can't but, get over Beavis. That was really good. That was fantastic. Yeah. And I'm glad I got that on on recording. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sure you'll be borrowing that. A few oh, that'll times. be all over Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he says, that, you know, the airlines look. The mandates work. They're working. And meanwhile, the airlines are pulling out. Right. Two of the biggest ones, uh, Delta and uh, Southwest, have pulled out. And so it's just a matter of time before the rest. Uh, yeah. Todd Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. That was amazing. It was fantastic. Whoever that was. Thank you. Kudos. Yeah. That was fantastic. But uh, yeah, I mean, so he's out of, out of the league there. And then he says, freedom. Come on, freedom. You know, let's not make this political. Yeah. Like, I. <laughs> The fact that he thinks that it's humorous at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. The whole conversation about the mandate, I have a bigger issue with him, with this freedom thing. Like, mm. but this is a man that's building a wall around his own property. This is a man that has armed security around him 24-7. This is a guy that can say whatever he wants to say and has zero ramification. He enjoys the benefits of freedom, but he's laughing because he knows that we don't. We don't have that same right anymore. That's gone. Absolutely, Risen. I rise. I, I know that was you. So that was yes. that was phenomenal. Uh, that was yeah, absolutely you will. And uh, if you have a Twitter handle, put your Twitter handle in the comments so that I can tag you in the in the, the little clip once I post it. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we will be paging Let's Go Brandon at the uh, grocery store next oh, time we're there. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, th that's a like a very good point. Like 
he said he laughs he chuckles about the freedom like freedom <laughs> and then the audience it's cnn and i don't know if that was a laugh track or if that was a legitimate audience but they're they're just to be laughing along with them he's only trusted around a very small group of people at one time so i guarantee it was a laugh track that man and i i am not even joking when i say i think that as soon as they pull him off of doing his little show they send him back to play with his play-doh and his finger paints and they give him <laughs> you know kool-aid and popsicles and all kinds of stuff like that and they put him back in his little corner because this man does not, he, he, his mental state is not there. And he is reading, he has been coached, he has been told exactly what to say. So agreed. It's, you know, it's not him just laughing at, I mean, I, I almost feel like he's laughing at freedom for the fact that he, he thinks it's funny that people think they still have it. That's, that's terrifying to me. It is terrifying. Uh, Jennifer says paid actors in the audience. I agree. I mean, you know, they're all like-minded fools and they probably are paid to be there. I wouldn't doubt that Jennifer, uh, Ranger Rob is in the room. Uh, hello everyone. Ranger Rob says, hello, Ranger Rob. Uh, we are enjoying the videos of the Idaho pasture pigs. So keep them coming. If you guys haven't checked out Ranger Rob's country living, uh, YouTube channel, check it out. It's, it's very, uh, very entertaining content very educating and educational yeah and he's got these three pigs now the three little pigs that's right and uh yeah so there you go <sighs> but yeah so that was biden um you know he's talking about uh pushing the mandates and they obviously opposed the mandates and they said it was unconstitutional unenforceable nancy pelosi was saying it and now here they are and uh, saying how they worked. And oh, I, I have a little side comment about Pelosi, by the way. Oh, nice. What is it? Just the simple fact that I appreciated her wearing a mask for one reason, because you couldn't see your teeth rattling around in her mouth. <laughs> God, sorry. I know that's not nice, but <laughs> she needs some extra strength podent or whatever that stuff is. Uh, let's see. All right. Fact number two. Sorry, that was mean. That's okay. Cyber uh, toxin. He's in the room. Says Congressman uh, Posse. Knows let's go. I heard, yeah, he did. He said that on on the floor of the Congress. Let's go, Brandon. That was phenomenal. It is everywhere now. The actually the White House. Speaking of that, the White House is trying to uh, make a joke of the "Let's go, Brandon," and they're talking to different people named Brandon, and they're like, uh, you know, left wingers named Brandon, and so they're like, hey. This is what Brandon so-and-so said. Let's go, Brandon. They're trying to take it from the conservatives. Good luck. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. Ain't going to happen, Joe, as much as you wish it was. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's truth, Shell, and this is a factual show. That's right. That's it's right. It's a feeling show. It's facts and feelings. Friday night facts and feelings. So Alec Baldwin. <laughs> What's that? I'm just Jen. Oh. Alec Baldwin. Oh. He aimed a gun at a co-worker fired the gun at a co-worker and now that co-worker's dead uh they are the media now is the fact is that the media is out trying to protect uh alec baldwin they're trying to say that he was handed a gun a prop gun that they didn't know was loaded uh he issued his first statement since the killing this is what he said there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of helena hutchins a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. 
I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. This is the guy who killed the woman. He's offering his support. What does that mean? He goes on to say, uh, my heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved Helena. Baldwin wrote on a Twitter statement. So he went to Twitter to apologize. Oh, well, you know, Twitter, it's such a good source of I mean, social support. So he went on Twitter to apologize and offer his support to the grieving uh, family. And the media is making excuses for him, right? They're trying to call it a prop gun. I don't think there's a difference between a prop gun and a gun, other than the fact that the prop gun is on stage or in a movie. Because once you put a bullet in it and you fire it and it kills somebody, what's the difference between that and a, and a regular gun? Do you know? I don't know. So uh, it, it's interesting because, you know, think of the... Think of everything that you call a gun, first of all. We'll go back. And I saw Espo's little comment of, please be nice to Alec Baldwin. Okay, listen. <laughs> he says at least he's not punching people in the parking lot. Well, okay, so that's true. Who's but punching people in the parking lot? Didn't Alec Baldwin, didn't he get into a fight in the parking lot? Oh, yeah, I see. That's like right. moons ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But my question is this. So when you're a kid, you play with, you know, like you have the wooden rubber band guns and you have the pop guns and you have, and they call it that because there is a trajectory that comes from those guns. It's a Nerf gun. Why is it a Nerf gun? Because a Nerf bullet gets shot out, right? Right. These are all things that are guns. They fire something. They become somewhat of a weapon. Okay. I am extremely pro-gun. I am so pro-gun. If you are on a set in any movie, in any TV show, and, and you have any type of mechanism that is going to fire and have a trajectory, you are responsible for that as much as the prop person is, as mm -hmm. much as the set designers, as much as everybody else is. You should make sure, I mean, how many, how many fire, you know, gun safety classes have we seen? How many accidents have we seen that they teach you how to walk around, even with a gun that's unloaded, you should have it pointed down. You should never have it pointed towards someone. Right. These are simple things. If you're pretending or, you know, putting together some sort of a scene where this needs to happen, there should always be a safety person that fires those guns or does fires the trajectory, whatever it's supposed to be well ahead of time, make sure that they're working, make sure that they're loaded properly. And then they are put wherever they're supposed to be. And they are double checked or watched until that scene occurs. Yeah. My understanding is that they're not supposed to be fired except during the scene. Right. And so there was no filming going on there. Were, this was not a scene. He was horsing around. He picked it up or it was handed to him, whatever. He aimed it at this girl and he pulled the trigger and it killed her. So he violated several rules and regulations when it comes to firing these prop guns. Uh, Todd Baker says prop guns uh, has a sealed bar uh, barrel, a sealed barrel. So I didn't know that. So that's interesting. Uh, he shot a real gun or wait, he shoots a real gun, prop guns and discharge a real round. No accident. I agree. This is so odd 
It's so odd. And I, uh, you know, like I said earlier on Twitter, the only thing faster than the bullet that killed that woman was the press running to defend the killer. And they are making excuses after excuses for Alec Baldwin. There's, let me show you this. This was an actual tweet. Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to read it on the screen. But it says, uh, might the prop gun have been secretly loaded with real bullets by a Trump <laughs> supporter? Yeah. To punish Alec Baldwin for his Trump parodies should be a line of inquiry. This, honest to God. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> I don't know if that's if that person's serious or not. I believe they are. Because they go on the thread, the Twitter thread, to continue to to actually push this narrative. Listen, at what point are we going to let this whole thing go and move on to where to, to sit in some sort of place of the truth? This has nothing to do with anything political. This has to do with someone who has an ego that's so large and he's so untouchable and nothing can happen to him and he cannot be responsible for anything because he is a God. How dare you think that he's responsible for anything? Yeah. You pulled that trigger, you ass. That's right. And that's it. It was outside the regulations. He should not have done it. He is being investigated. Uh, but... He is a he is a very outspoken left wing liberal, and uh, there is liberal privilege, and there's a good chance that uh, he'll invoke the liberal privilege and get away with it. Jen says that was the problem. The union went on strike, and they brought workers in that did not have the training the regular union workers do, and that's why the union went on why the union went on strike. But I think that because a lack of safety on the sets. Oh, interesting. I, I thought the. Uh, they didn't go on strike though. I thought they made a deal. And so they didn't go on strike. But I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's 100% accurate or not. Not as accurate as his gun. No. That, now, that's that's horrible. I have since we're dishing out conspiracy theories, I have a conspiracy theory. I believe that the ghost of Gene Rayburn loaded the oh. gun because of uh Baldwin's hatchet job on the great game show the match game that's what i believe he ruined the match game come on he did alec baldwin ruined the match I know, game that's your all-time favorite tv yeah. talk or a uh, game show and uh whammy is second price is right's third gene rayburn all right so my question uh to kind of go off you know to to kind of build on this is the fact that and it's it's bad but hollywood Baldwin included, they're very anti-gun themselves, right? Yes. They came out politically, Correct. they're all anti-gun. And after all, they put out movies month after month, year after year of people killing each other with guns over and over and over again, right? Okay, wait, what are some of the highest, probably, I, I don't know if they're the highest grossing movies because, you know, that stays with things like Star Wars and, you know, big franchises, but how many hundreds of movies do you see that come out especially during this time are all about killing people they're all the slashers they're all the and the movie theaters get crowded with people to go see a horror flick that's right about killing somebody and it's not just with a gun it's no. a knife and all these other things and i'm sorry but killing a knife uh, killing a person with a knife that's way more intimate than killing somebody with a gun it's a totally different thing but all of those movies that come out 
They all are backed by all these left-wing people. All of these movies that are out there for rent, all of these things that you can, you know, watch on Netflix and these things that they push on Amazon Prime and, you know, Peacock and all these, they're all horror flicks. They're all about killing people. Right. And that's what Hollywood is all about. And they'll have people, you know, shooting guns from motorcycles, right? In busy intersections, police are shooting their guns, uh, uh, down sidewalks and busy streets and from buildings. Mm -hmm. And they are the most irresponsible when it comes to firearm safety and usage and than anybody. And they put it all over TV mm -hmm. and all over the movies for kids to watch and people to watch. And then they come out in real life and say that we've got to take everybody's gun. Meanwhile, they're all being protected by armed private yes. security, yes. right? The hypocrisy is unbelievable. Here's a couple. Here's a couple movies that uh, I did a little research on. John Wick. If you put all three films, and the fourth one's coming, but it's not out yet, I don't think. But all three combined, John Wick himself killed 299 people. Okay, it's a lot. A lot of them were. Most of them were guns. It's uh yeah. Well, Some of them were knives. Yeah. Jason Voorhees, who you mentioned, right yes. from uh. Halloween, he's killed 157 people so far, not including the he's latest. He's been a busy one. guy since the 70s. <laughs> yes, yes. Michael Myers from Friday the 13th, he's killed 140 people. Rambo, by far more than anybody, Rambo has killed 552 people, a lot of them with a bow and arrow, but a lot of them with machine guns. I was going to say, he walks around with the things strapped around his <laughs> chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie Commando. I just looked that one up because that was a, one of my favorites back in the day. Arnold Schwarzenegger killed 74 people in that one film. 50 of them were shot to death. And a little uh, side note, Alyssa Milano yes. happened to be in that movie who happens to be a staunch anti-gun Nazi. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Hollywood seems to be the problem. While people like Alec Baldwin blame the National Rifle Association and well, of course they do. Gun, you know, legalize legal gun carrying Americans. And what did I say last week? To be a Democrat, you have to be irresponsible. It has to be someone else's fault. Yeah, exactly. You take no responsibility for anything. Absolutely. Cyber talks and says, I wonder how it must feel to wrongfully kill someone. Alec Baldwin, 2017. That's exactly right. He put Yikes. a tweet out there. In fact, he put a tweet out about uh Liz Cheney. He said Liz Cheney talks a lot like her father. I hope she doesn't go hunting with anyone anytime soon. A lot of his tweets were about other people that had accidents with firearms. Now he kills a woman. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Adam, uh, Adam Baldwin stated Alec ought to be persecuted to the full extent of the law. That just came out. That's news. Uh, Adam is reportedly a distant relative of the Baldwin brothers. Adam raised some interesting points about having permission from the armorer, uh, director and first AD, whatever that is. It appears that there was a live round in the gun fired by Baldwin, according to an email from the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, Local 44. So going to Jen's point, that's the uh, the union, local 44. Interesting. The irony, like a 44 Magnum. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. the irony is unbelievable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I 
I, first of all, I feel horrible for this woman's family and, and everything else. I mean, you, you got to pray that this woman knew Jesus and she's in a way better space than the rest of us are still stuck in. But to deal with that, regardless of what side of the fence you stand on, it, you know, I, I do feel bad for him, but it, it does it does beg the question if he's posted out all of these tweets and has all of this history, did someone set him up to make it? I mean, they will do, they, they will take anyone down to make conservatives look bad. Oh, absolutely. They don't care who you are. They will. And think about it. When's the last time because of COVID and everything else, when's the last time we had a Hollywood gun incident? And I hate to call it that, but that's, that's, makes news that's stuff that people look at so you know they don't want to send another i hate to say you know highlight another shooting in a school or you know in a hospital or something like that so they set this guy up who who says that that didn't happen when you're yeah. talking conspiracy theory who says because they needed this right now because they're losing a lot of other ground a lot of other places i don't know if they would throw someone like alec baldwin to the wolves though are you serious yeah they I just... will throw anyone to... uh... there is no one safe if you believe that there is anyone that is the great untouchable that's the great lie that you've that you've completely swallowed shame on you no i don't know i don't know i i don't know that's a tough one yeah shadow knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men the shadow with alec baldwin <laughs> only the shadow knows only the shadow yeah knows. that's from that's my dad used to watch the shadow yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one, but uh they will throw anybody to the wolves. They don't care. If they yeah. need somebody to sacrifice, they're gonna grab somebody big and do it. But the media is out defending him and making no, no, excuses. No. Think about of this. Of course they are. Of think, course they are. Think about this, right? You've got Derek Chauvin. He gets called to a scene. He's a police officer. He gets called to a scene because a well-known criminal a man who had once beaten a pregnant woman almost to death, mm. right? A man who was known to use narcotics, a man who was known uh, to smoke methamphetamines and cause and, and rob and cause you know mayhem yes. in the city. The police, including Derek Chauvin, were called to the scene. He's trying to pass off a, a fake $20 bill, so he's committing a felony there, right, with fraud. Right. Uh, fake money. And uh, so he gets the police called on they also said he was acting extremely insane yes right he was out of line the police show up he fights the police the police tackle the man and they hold him down while they're trying to arrest him yes right they had him he could have just gotten the, the police car but he, he didn't he fought the police the, the police had to restrain him the man dies yes the man that's dead now is a hero a mm -hmm. god yes. to the left exactly this man who had committed crime after crime after crime in their shrines all over every major city especially minneapolis yes right it's because it was a cop it was because it was a police officer the left hates police officers so Chauvin didn't aim his gun at anybody fake or not didn't pull the trigger and he was merely restraining a guy. You can argue whether it was too much restraint, whatever. Maybe he shouldn't have knelt on the man's neck for so long, but he was restraining a criminal who was fighting against the police. Alec Baldwin pulls out a gun, 
aims it at somebody, pulls the trigger and kills that person. And the media, the first instinct the media has is to come out and protect the man. That's unbelievable hypocrisy. And it's, it's the left narrative. It is. And it's, it's quite disgusting. Because Alec Baldwin is a god. He is a great, un- he's, he's supposedly the great untouchable. But what I'm saying is they are using him because they knew they could dangle him out there for fish bait. A shark could jump up, bite his legs off, and they would pull him back in and bandage him back up. But they needed someone, again, totally conspiracy theory. But <laughs> it, it is. But they have to make moves like this when they're losing the ground that they're losing and the people they're losing. They absolutely have to have someone big like this that's going to come along and they're going to be able to use as that bait that they know they can recover. They need big movements now. They need big because, again, it it's always the left. Pay attention to what this hand is doing, yeah. not what this hand is doing. So what's going on over here? We're going to find out. He'll be cleared. He'll be cleared. Of course he will. Just like Jesse Smollett was it cl- was cleared. They'll all be cleared. They They're, always are. Yeah. The liberal Democrat. Uh, uh, yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Privilege. Democrat privilege. Uh, Jennifer says, uh, oh, by the way, Rob said, John, I love your guest. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. I have the, the same feelings for her. <laughs> uh, there were three guns on a great cart. And when the gun was given to him, the worker told him it was a cold gun, meaning it had a blank. But three guns on a cart. Still, why were there any lives, live rounds on the set? Good question, Jen. I don't know. That's the conspiracy theory, Jen. That's where everyone's trying to figure out why, uh, you know, was Alec Baldwin set up? Who knows? Uh, Todd Baker says Keanu Reeves has extensive gun training to play John Wick. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin has extensive game show host experience <laughs> and he ruined it. The match game will never be the same. Hey, Henry Mendoza. He's from Arizona. He's here in the room. How you doing guy? Hope you're doing all right. Uh, Jennifer says almost sounds like a disgruntled union worker. Maybe could be a lot of things. A disgruntled union worker. That's almost uh, uh, redundant. I think. Uh, Ranger Rob says, why are they using real guns? Yeah, exactly. Because the fake ones all have red tips on them now. They just don't look good on screen. Okay. That's all. Uh, Todd Baker says, why were there real guns on set? Exactly right. That is the question. So why is the media, why is the media calling the guns a prop gun when it was clearly a real gun? I don't feel like a prop gun should be able to take a bullet. You shouldn't be able to load a prop gun with a bullet. I could see having like a specific little cap or something yeah. to make it sound like a gun mm-hmm. or to make well, it on. smoke they a little bit add, like a gun. They can add any effect that they want to now. The technology yeah. is out there. So why do you need CGI? Anything? Why don't you CGI every gunshot? Exactly. If you are anti-gun, then CGI it. That's it. Mm-hmm. End of story. Then you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, in the uh, the end of the movie where the credits, now they can't even put on there that no one was injured during the making of this film. They can. They're gonna put. They're gonna put. You know, <laughs> the things you think of. <laughs> oh, terrifying! No animals were injured during the making of this film, but one person was murdered. 
Conspiracy theory? I don't know. Okay, I don't want to talk about Baldwin anymore. All right, let's get on to fact number three. Fact number three, Biden is building a border wall. After all this time, he's finally building a border wall. Unfortunately, it's around his $2 million beach house. Okay, my question is, what's he building it of? Is it from everything that they took from the border wall they built around the Capitol? Did That's they a just, great question. Did they just pick it up and move it? I mean, you know. That's a great question. Uh, Cybertoxin says, Daily Mail UK reports that there has been two misfires uh, days before and that the original production crew had walked off the set and were replaced by locals. <laughs> and it's in Albuquerque. So, you know, you're picking's pretty thin over there. No offense. Yeah, they're staging something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. Interesting point, Cybertoxin. Uh, yeah, Jennifer agrees. All right. Yeah. So uh, Biden is building uh, the southern border with Mexico is seeing the highest levels of illegal border crossings in 35 years. But the department, listen to this. The Department of Homeland Security has found one access point. It can shore up dueling out four hundred and fifty five thousand dollars to a Delaware construction company for a fence around President Biden's summer White House. How about that? How about that? In September, the department awarded a contract of $456,548 to Turnstone Holdings LLC for, uh, quote, purchase and installation of security fencing at 32 Fairview, Rehoboth, Delaware, according to USSpending.gov, an online database tracking federal government spending. Meanwhile, from the New York Times, illegal border crossings driven by pandemic in natural disasters, they say, sort of the record high. So we've got 1.7 million illegals that have come into this country since Biden's taken office. Yes. Biden doesn't care about the border. You know, he said he was at the border. And so when they talked to Pisaki about him, like, when was he ever at the border? Her response was in 2008 during a campaign. They, they believe he was near the border. <laughs> So he's an expert because he said he's an expert. He knows everything about it, but he's never been there. Maybe, maybe on a bus, maybe on a Greyhound. He drove by it. Not sure. So now the New York Times is running to save the day. And they're saying that the 1.7 million illegals that have come into the country are doing so because of the pandemic and natural disasters. Oh, so that's why. That's why they're coming over. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. And meanwhile, Biden is building a $450,000 fence around his house. Right. But he doesn't have to worry about the cost of that. Did, why are you surprised by that? Didn't you see that was in like line 15 of the st- last stimulus package that got signed. So when you he's no longer president, do they have to take that fence down? Does that fence go somewhere else? Or is, I'm is telling that you, just... I think it's the fence from the Capitol. They just lifted it and oh, took it over the there. <laughs> <laughs> it's his new, it's his new playpen. Oh my gosh. That's what it is. It's a pack and play. It, it is. For senile Joe. <laughs> so you don't wander off somewhere because he gets those cravings for ice cream. Well, yeah. You, you know, know, and the next thing you know, you got a silver alert. because We don't know where Joe is. <laughs> Joe's wandering around Rehoboth Beach somewhere looking for an ice cream cone. So you got to, you got to lock him in. You got to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, pack and play is a new, new term to me. Yeah. So even Mark though we says, had one, I didn't know that. Mark's, oh, yeah, no, right. 
Mark says, wait, John, get it right. We are building a wall around Gracie's house. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly right. No, it was in the last stimulus package. How did you people not see that? Yeah, how did we miss that? How did we miss that? Joe's pack and play. That's how it was listed. Unbelievable. A record 1.7 million migrants from around the world. Many of them, this is the New York Times, many of them fleeing pandemic-ravaged countries. I thought our country was a pandemic-ravaged country. Is it not? No. Everybody's dying left and right. The AZ News reports on it every day. How many people are dead from the pandemic today? They, they're, they're just, you know. It's at the top of every feed. You can't even open the weather app and it's right there. Yeah, it's CNN. They track how many dead bodies are laying all over the street. They get a little ticker, right? We see the turkey vultures. They're just swooping around, just picking up dead people. <laughs> they're everywhere. I like what Rob said. While they're fixing his walls, they need to change all his stairs for ramps. <laughs> <laughs> they got to put elevators in, Rob. They <laughs> pretty much. Pretty, pretty oh much. my goodness yeah uh so yeah 1.7 million migrants from around the world many of them fleeing pandemic ravaged countries again thought we were one of those uh were encountered trying to enter the united states illegally in the last 12 months capping year capping a year of chaos at the southern border wow i'm surprised they even admit that uh, which has emerged as one of the most formidable challenges for the Biden administration. It was the highest number it's of his fault. 1000%. Did he not have enough to deal with that? He's like, you know what? I'm going to make it an even bigger challenge for myself. Well, I mean, he was in that Greyhound in 2008, eating an ice cream cone, looking out. And he was like, ah, it doesn't look that bad. He's like, yeah. Meanwhile, he was probably in Iowa. Right. Because he never knows what state he's in, never knows what no. cities he's in. No, and that isn't yeah. a recent thing. That's been for years. He comes out and says, Hey, welcome, Indiana. And they're like, oh, You're in Iowa, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> I knew I was in Iowa. I was just, I was just, I was just joking with you guys. Uh huh. Sure, you are. This whole presidency's been a joke. Uh, it was, yeah, I wish we could wake up from it. It was the highest number of illegal crossings recorded since at least 1960 when the government first began tracking such entries. The number was similarly okay, wait, high. Wait, wait. That's only the what's been tracked. That's exactly that has right. nothing to do with what's really coming across. No, not at all. Nothing. Not at all. Uh, when the uh, government first, yeah, the number of similarly high for 2000 fiscal year when border agents caught 1.6 million people, according to government data. So 2000. So we're, we're talking 21 years ago. And uh, now Biden's responsible for this. And uh, it's everybody else's fault. So it's hard. Uh, so hard for him. Yeah. Come on, you got to feel bad for him. He's got some real challenge. He put uh, Kamala in charge of the border. Okay. And she cackled her way down to, I think, El Paso or a city near El Paso and uh, never went to where the problem was. No. And then she's only, she's never been back, so. All right, fact number four oh. for the day. Supreme Court of the United States again allows Texas abortion bill to remain in effect. So there you go. So this is the second time yeah. it was brought before the Supreme Court. Now, they did say that they will begin hearing arguments in November on the uh, Texas abortion bill. But for now, babies in Texas will live to see another day. So that's good. Unborn Amen. babies, I should say. Uh, but Justice Sonia Sotomayor 
She criticized her colleagues for allowing the Texas abortion ban to remain in effect. She said the impact is catastrophic. So in what ways? Listen here, asshat. It is absolutely not. I, that is, I, I I can't even get on this subject because my, you you know, my feelings on abortion, I I am a hundred percent anti-abortion. There is no, and I know this is an issue. There is absolutely no reason for it. None. And all the people that are out there that are like, well, what about in the cases of rape and incest and it's endangering the mother? First of all, people, we split the atom. And we have the ability to save uh, such a high percentage of these moms. But the ones that those are the issue with are less than 1%. And do you know how many babies are conceived and born every single day? A lot. What they are doing The fact that people even consider this as an okay option is what's catastrophic. I can give you a list of people that would adopt a baby right now. You don't want it. I can give you a list of people that will take it. Yeah. I'm one of them. And I'll even argue the case. Listen, even if a woman is raped and God forbid it happen and, you know, it gets pregnant because of it, you can't take one bad situation and make it better by another bad situation so if you're opposed to women being raped and i am absolutely because god said it's wrong right god said it's wrong so if you're opposed to a woman being raped which we are how can you then say it's okay to rip a child apart in the meantime so one bad situation isn't made better by a second bad situation. No. Human life is human life. A fetus has its own DNA. A fetus has a heartbeat at six weeks. We know that. And that's what this whole Texas bill is all about. A fetus may live inside the mother, but it is not the mother. They are two separate human beings. Yes. Regardless of how they were conceived, it's a person. And if you put it out there, someone, if you, you put it out there, someone will step up to the plate and adopt and raise that child. Absolutely. And our country, as long as we continue to mass murder unborn children, our country will never be healed. We will never figure a way to get along. If life means nothing, which it doesn't anymore, human life means nothing to people. No, because it's all about, it's all about yourself. And I'm not saying just for the record, anyone, I, we have friends that have had abortions. It is, it it doesn't mean we hate, or I'll speak for myself. doesn't mean I hate these people. doesn't mean that, you know, that there's some, everybody makes a decision. It doesn't mean, but it's the, there are people that are out there that use it as birth control. There are people out there that are like, you know what? I'm 18 years old. I don't want my body to change, but I still want to have sex with my boyfriend. That that's the stuff that I, it blows my mind. I don't understand it. I do for the life of me. They have, um, I can't remember. Oh gosh. It's probably California, but there's a, uh, this was probably a year or two ago that they dropped the age that you have to have consent from a parent to get mm. an abortion. 
it's now i like i said i wanted to say it's california it's like 15 yeah 15 15 you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground when you're 15 well you're old enough to take uh puberty blockers yes that's the other thing like what sorry yeah you can't drive you can't buy a pack of smokes you can't uh, buy a six pack of beer but you can go to your doctor and get puberty blockers prescribed or you can go get an abortion and that's both of those cost more than a condom that's all i'm saying whoops so i'm saying all right fact number five moving right along trump announces his new social media platform got a little serious the comments got quiet yeah it did get quiet sorry but hey it is what it is this is the uh fact and feeling show in backyard politics so you know, we're just uh, we're just talking about things that are happening. These are common or uh, current events, and uh, you know that was in the news today. So, uh, Trump announces his new social media platform. It's about to roll out, I believe, in March of next year, called Truth Social. I know and, the first uh, person that'll sign up for it. Yeah, I've already requested it on my iPhone. I bet you I know somebody that beat you. <laughs> Maybe his main name might be rhyme with Spark Mestavova. Yes. <laughs> uh, i just made that up anyway it was pretty quick though. uh yeah so he, he announced it, he it's coming out and uh now i heard rumors that it's already been hacked by hackers and so that's that's why they released the date right that's why they're right. like okay we're gonna put this out there we're gonna see how secure our our system is and if it's already been hacked 24 hours after it was announced it's not very uh yeah, secure not very secure so but that's why they do that and that's why they don't plan to release it for so long because uh, they have to make sure that it's impenetrable and it will be by the time it's launched and it may get pushed back, you know, a couple months that always happens, you know, deadlines are, you know, in, in the it world, deadlines are not necessarily a thing, just a goal, but we'll see, we'll see about it. I I'm kind of excited about it, but uh, yeah, keep the comments coming guys. Come on. This is an interactive show. Jen said, is it acceptable if a woman was raped, went immediately to the hospital, and they could give her the morning after pill? I'll be honest, Jen. I I really sit on the fence on that one for the reason that the life is in the blood. And there would be – so there is is a statistical fact that's out there. I'll, I'll use this as an example. One in four women have a miscarriage. One in four at some point in their life. Some of them don't even realize it's happened. I've had one. Horrible. But one in four women, and these are women that are trying to get pregnant. And when they start taking all of these things to be able to get pregnant, I mean, and Jen, I know you know a lot of people who have, you know, taken the drugs and done the shots and everything and tried and tried and tried and tried to get pregnant. They deem that baby to be successful the second that the hormones start to change and they are able to identify something that is attached. So that being the case, that is even before they have a heartbeat, I, you know, even before you can detect a lot of things and it is biblical that there is life in the blood. So I'm going to say this, I, I stand on the stance that if you, if you are, you are, you move forward. If you are, if you are going to take that and everybody that knows me knows that I had Logan long before John and I were together, there were choices that I made 
And I absolutely take responsibility for those. And I know I went with one of my other friends. She wanted to go have an, ab have an abortion and I was going to go with her to support her when I was very young. And thank goodness her sister and I were able to talk her out of it there. So my stance is, and she was a result of having sex with a guy unprotected two days before. So two days, two days. So it's one of those things where I am, it, my personal opinion, I am a big believer in the fact that absolutely there is life in the blood. As soon as that conception happens, life is, is there. It is at conception because that changes everything. So, and from a, from a rape, here's the other thing. That child is 50% you. Why? Why would you take something that's 50% you? No offense, guys. But if that's the scenario, who gives a shit who the father is? That is about you and your child. So I don't know if that answered your question, Jen. Sorry to go on for everybody else, but that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I'm a, I'm a life at conception person. And, um, you know, if, if, if you're raped and you're in the right mind to go to your doctor the next day and say, Hey, I was raped and uh, I'd like to get a morning after pill. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it's I don't even know if the pregnant would in the first place, yeah. even if you're a hundred percent healthy in your early twenties. I, I mean, this isn't this. I mean, is there any way to even determine whether you're pregnant within 24 hours? I don't even know. No, like, it usually takes a little bit long. I mean, for tests, for, for hormone tests, which is yeah. what all of the early pregnancy, all those tests are all, they test your hormones. Right. That's why you pee on the stick, you know, because it, it looks for the changes in your hormone levels. It all depends on how fast. I mean, I'll be honest with Logan. I knew, I knew I was pregnant. I mean, if because of the choices I made. Yeah. But if you're raped and you go to the doctor the next day, you don't even know if you're pregnant or not. You take the morning after pill. That's like one in like probably 5 million cases mm -hmm. of pregnancies. And, and yeah. And, and Jen was even. And she's like, yeah, it's yeah. extremely rare. As a nurse, she knows. Yeah. But the women who walk around with the morning after pill in their pocket. And they use that as contraception. They instead use of a that. Condom. Exactly. That's a different story. Right. And so we get hung up on the, like the outliers, the outlier of outliers. We get hung up. We and do I'm that not with saying everything. Yeah, I'm not saying Jennifer, I'm not saying you're doing that. Don't, don't take it the wrong way. I'm talking about the people that push abortion. They talk about these ridiculous outlying situations and that's their focus. And that's rather than 99.99% of the people that fight for that. They don't know someone personally. No, I guarantee at least 95% of them. They're just parroting what someone else has said. They don't know a person that's been in that scenario. They absolutely, I mean, you and I have sat with people who are trying to make that decision and we've tried to talk them out of it. Mm -hmm. We have been there and we know the reasons why for those individuals that have been there. And I, I think and it's it, rare. It depends so too rare. on your definition of rape. You know, if you're a college student and you're out at a frat party and you're drinking and you get drunk and you end up going upstairs with some frat kid and you end up having sex. The universities will say, well, there's a good chance you were raped because you were drunk and there was no consent because you can't give consent when you're not sober. However, 
the guy was not sober either. So you've got, you know, so it all depends on what the definition of rape is. If you were violent, if you were dragged out of your car, you're walking to your car in a dark alley and some guy jumps out, grabs you, beats the hell out of you and forcefully rapes you. That's a different story. Mm -hmm. So even out of the reported rape cases nowadays, what really would you consider to even be rape? And out of those cases, how many, how many people got pregnant? pregnant. It's such a small, it, it's such a small percentage. Yeah. And not that I'm downplaying the women that have been through that because I personally have someone that has been through that. And I know the ramifications and how long-term horrible that is. So I, I, I'm not downplaying what they've been through. That has nothing. This is no, about I'm not either. the pregnancy that may or may not occur and what happens with the child afterwards. So anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but that's how the left argues. They take, they take the bulk of abortion or whatever the case, whatever they're arguing. Well, they do that, and they move the argument to the extreme cases and say, you know, in fact, on my Twitter, uh, someone posted that uh, geo the the GOP all Republicans they 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 don't care if women are raped. They just want the life you know they just care about the life of the baby they don't care about women at all you know what i want to say but half those babies are women uh-huh and we don't know at that point so like they don't even understand their own like no they inability parrot. to lot be logical they parrot yeah they, and the beautiful yeah. thing is is if you sat in a room with them one-on-one -on -one, most of them couldn't even say that to your face no and they wouldn't no keyboard warriors yeah the, it's so easy to bully and be full of Mm, sorry yeah so there you go so yeah so uh fact number six and we're getting through these a lot quicker than i thought we would but fact number six uh we talked about this a little bit earlier at the beginning of this so let's see what jennifer says uh the reason it's so rare is because the woman is fighting fight and flight and her bodies are so beautifully designed amen, by god that it fights jennifer. what it doesn't want amen exactly good good point uh, fact number six, and we oh, talked about this at the beginning. Joe. Yes, back to Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden is in favor of our first response uh, responders being forced to take the jab. So he's all about police officers and firefighters being forced to take the jab. And if they don't, they should be fired, according to Sleepy Joe. I want to know who's going to have the big enough cojones to step up to Sheriff Mark Lamb and tell him that he has to take the jab. I, I just want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to see that go down. I want to be there. Never going to happen. No, never going to happen. No. And you know, you think about these first responders and you think about how selfish this is of Joe Biden. You think about firemen. Let's just take firemen. For example, you know, our friend, Steve, he's a fireman. He has told us stories about, <sighs> you know, two o'clock in the morning, the alarm bell sounds, they jump immediately out of bed. They jump down the pole. They get in the fire truck and they go to wherever they need to go for whatever reason they're being called for. Most of the time, most of the calls for fire departments are auto accidents. And they're pulling young kids out of these smashed up vehicles. Wreckage. Yeah. They're seeing, they're going to these places. They're, they're finding just dismembered bodies. 
beheaded bodies. They're pulling people out of cars to save their lives. They don't hesitate. They pull them out of this wreckage and they start CPR. They start, you know, whatever they have to do, tracheotomies, whatever they got to do. They do it and they don't even think about it. And these firefighters, they suffer from PTSD and all kinds of other uh, horrific, uh, you know, neurological, not neurological, but emotional <laughs> problems. Uh-oh, what happened? Sorry, John's comment. I'll step up to Liam and tell him I'm a nurse. And it's my job to give him a physical or a sponge bath. <laughs> Jen! Jennifer. I hope Bob's sorry. not watching. That's I'm funny. Sorry. No, that's funny. But, uh, you know, to... to to think about what these firefighters do, to think about the fact that they're willing to go into a burning building. Mm -hmm. They're willing to get on top of a burning building and, and cut a hole in a roof to, you know, to do all this type of stuff, to save kids, to save pets, to save grandparents, to save whatever they have to do. And this is reality. We're not talking about the outlying situations. No, this, this is, is what day. firemen do every single day. Every time they're on shift, they don't know what they're walking into and they don't hesitate to save our lives. And this idiot that we have as a president is going to stand in front of a bunch of cackling buffoons on CNN and say, not only should they be mandated to take a vaccination, they should be fired if they don't, because you don't have the freedom to kill people with your COVID. Wait, you didn't say that right. You didn't say freedom. Ha ha ha. Freedom. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, if you've just tuned in, I'll uh, I'll show you this video. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Biden talking about the vaccine mandates and our first responders. Uh, Mr. President, let me ask you a follow about that. As, as many as, as one in three emergency responders in some cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, right here in Baltimore, are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Uh, by the way. I think that's fake applause, by the way. I don't think that's way, real. I waited until uh, July to talk about mandating because I tried everything else possible. The mandates are working. All the stuff about people leaving and people getting it. You have, you have everyone from United Airlines to Spirit. All these airlines, we're not going to get all 96, 97% of the people have gotten the vaccine. All what about talk Southwest, about Jim? All these folks who are going to leave the military if they're, they're mandated. Not true. You got about a 90-some percent vaccination You got a guy rate. locked in prison. I mean, so there's a, the idea is that, uh, look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on. Freedom. So much stuff to unpack in that video. It's just unbelievable. Uh, Todd Baker says it's hard to listen to this. What does that say? Mythomaniac. Mythomaniac. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is, but I agree, Todd. Jennifer, I'm married. I'm not dead. And then she says, Bob <laughs> is my sheriff. Oh. Jen! <laughs> this is a family show, Jen. <laughs> does this he got his little guns, uh, you know, holster? Oh, right. Don't, don't throw <laughs> gas on that fire. Just don't aim any of the guns at anybody, oh. Bob, if you're... <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're playing with guns out there, even if they're prop guns. Okay, Bob. Unbelievable. Yeah. So he comes out and he basically says that, uh, you know, and interesting because uh, the interviewer, whatever his name is on CNN, I can't think of his name right now, but he, uh, he says one in three first responders said they're not going to take the vaccine in Chicago. One in three. Now, how many first responders are in Chicago? I'm assuming thousands, right? Firemen, EMT, police well, officers. Well, the number seems easier to 10. say one in three instead of saying well, he 10, says one 15,000, 20,000, whatever the numbers are. No, I know, yeah. but it makes it seem like it's a... Yeah, but then Biden comes out and says, well, you know, 90% of everybody, you know. Okay, that's just like us talking about when they were talking about the hospitals being at full capacity, mm-hmm. 100% capacity for COVID patients. They have three beds. There's three patients. That's not a lot. We're not talking about 100 people. We don't have. So it's it's that same play on numbers. Yeah, exactly. It's right. A, it's a lie. It the is a great lie. lie again. Great lie. The great lie. Oh, uh, come on. Jennifer says. Uh, he <laughs> is, is after, after hours. Kid should be <laughs> Pathological liar. Todd says. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. So uh, unbelievable. So, you know, you think about these firemen that are doing everything. You think about these police officers. And I know there's people that, you know, there's there's police officers that are pushing these mask mandates and having people arrested and harassing people. And I get it. There's bad actors out there. But for the most part, these police officers and by far the firefighters and the EMTs, they are out there to protect and save lives. And they're doing it every day. For not very good pay, I might add. They don't make a lot of money. The interesting thing about this, too, is a lot of these positions, you're required to go through a psychological evaluation to make sure, like as a police officer, that you're a right match. If you step into leadership in a lot of these first first responder positions, you are vetted by people that you have, your family, your friends, people that you've worked with in the community. So these are people of sound mind making decisions for the entire community. You would think with what they've been called to do, what they have the knowledge of and how they've been back, that they are smart enough to make this kind of a decision on their own. Right. I mean, you know, the rest of us dumb folk, we don't need to be trusted with making our own decisions. You know, we're just common people, but people like that, that are saving these people's families and their lives and going the extra mile. I mean, wh- who do you think was standing around your capital when you had all your, your first pack and play set up? I mean, <laughs> th- these are, these are military. These are people, first responders. These are police. These are people that are making the sound decisions, but you know what? You don't trust them enough to make a decision on the jab. No, not at all. Unbelievable. You know, and you think like, I, these illegal hotels, just this just kind of popped in my head, these illegal hotels that are down in uh, different parts of Phoenix where they're housing all these migrants, Ugh. right? Who's protecting those? And they are off-duty, privately hired police officers. officers. Yep. So the government, when they need police officers, they run to police officers. When they need armed security, they run to armed security. When, uh, when, Biden has eventually has, you know, ultimately has his stroke, you know, as he's walking around DC somewhere, they're going to call firefighters to go and get him to go and save his life. Mm -hmm. And they're going to run to all these medical professionals to save his life. And yet they just 
treat them like total garbage. All of these nurses. And that that's are, what I'm trying to explain. Like when, when we were talking about Alec Baldwin, not to bring him back in, but when I said that they use people as puppets when they need them, there is no one. It doesn't matter what your role is. They will use you when they need you. And when they don't, they will treat you like trash. They'll treat you like they treat the rest of us. Unbelievable. It's so frustrating and it's so obvious. And yet, we allow them to get away with it. Fact number seven kind of uh, kind of ties into this, but um, I have fact number seven as standing up to bullies more often than not pays off Southwest Airlines because Bumbling Joe was talking about all the airlines and the mandates are working. Yet Southwest Airlines said they're not going to fire anyone who refuses to get the jab. This is a statement uh, from the uh, the CEO. It says in a statement to news outlets Friday, the Dallas-based carrier confirmed to Fox News it does not want to, quote, lose any employee over President Joe Biden's mandate, adding that firing a worker over the vaccine makes no sense. His words. It came a day after Southwest CEO Gary Kelly made a similar announcement during an earnings call. So uh, first it was uh, was the other airline uh, out of Atlanta having a mental break Delta. Delta. They came out. They were the first domino. They said, hell no, we're not doing this. Now Southwest airlines came out and they said, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to fire someone over a personal healthcare decision. So Joe, while he's bumbling around in his little town hall on CNN with Cooper, hey, I remember his name just popped. In I know head. Cooper Anderson. There you Cooper go. Anderson. While he's bumbling around CEOs of these airlines are coming out and saying, yeah, Joe, we're not doing it. This is a president who has been made a mockery of. Mm-hmm. He's a puppet. Everywhere he goes, He's he a- makes a fool of himself. Mm-hmm. He's a puppet too. China's watching, you know, General Z or whatever his name is over there. He's laughing at us. Putin's laughing at us. The rest of the world is laughing at us. And yet there's these, these idiots in, this own, in our own country who are so hell-bent on hating Trump they can't see their own idiot right before their own eyes and what a complete buffoon he is and what he's doing to this country. He's got the border. It's a crisis. This mandate is causing a, an employment crisis. Gasoline is through the roof. Groceries are through the roof. Crime is going through the roof. Fentanyl deaths through the roof. And does he care about any of this? Do the voters of Biden that support Biden, do they do they see what's going on in this country? No, they don't care. Or are they so they see it. They don't they they don't care. That's the difference. Do they, they don't they care because nobody in their family is dying of fentanyl, I suppose. They're getting what they need for themselves. That's all they care about. It is the me, me, me. That's that's what it comes down to. Unbelievable. I agree with Todd. Their body, their choice. Our body's not our choice. Absolutely. What's good for thee is not for me. Uh, Jennifer Myers says, I just saw a McDonald's marquee offering. Yeah, I saw that. $21 an hour should nurses or EMTs where they do uh, when we can work there for less stress for more money than what they're making now. And no mandate. Yeah, right? So you could go flip burgers for $40. Forty-three, forty-four thousand dollars a year. Not be mandated to take the vax, or 
that our cat trying to get in the, uh, the door? Probably. Nice. <laughs> Stay out of here, Willie. None of your business. Uh, so yeah, so um, twenty-one dollars an hour to flip burgers, and uh, unbelievable. And, so and to be a nurse and put up with all that crap, like Jennifer's saying, and and be forced out of a job. I mean, there there are people. I talked to someone when I went down to the rally uh, the other day uh, to you know anti-mandate rally mm -hmm. down in Mesa. I talked to a woman who is has been working for an airline for twenty-seven years. She's trying to work her way up to, you know, to the top. She's a, she was a flight attendant 27 years. And she has until mid November and she's fired. 27 well, it, years, it, you know, and Jen brings up a good point. You think there's a massive number of pilots that know how to fly a 747 that these companies can hire. No, obviously not. And that's what they're going to start. I, I think that's going to be the positions. And just like you're talking about with the firefighters earlier, you don't just turn into it. Like it, it, it just doesn't come naturally to you. It just doesn't come easy. There is so much training and so much you have to do to be a firefighter, an EMT, a police officer, all of these things. They're going to find that there will be a shortage, just like there are, like Jen's talking about with the pilots. Yep. These positions are going to ha start having a shortage. And somehow there will be someone at some point that will find something that for the, a woman like this that's been working for that long will find a lo legal loophole and say, you didn't have the right to fire me. And here's why. And it will be a massive class action lawsuit. And the government will walk away from it. And that's why the airlines are walking away from this mandate. Mm -hmm. Because not only the pilots, not only the crew on the planes, but you've got the people that are working in the airports and you've got the air traffic controllers and you've got all of these people. Like an air traffic controller, you have to go to school for several years to be an air traffic controller. You, And it's one of the most stressful, stressful jobs, jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. You can't just replace yeah, you don't a, just put somebody in that seat full of people. There's not like a line of people mm -hmm. available for that job. Landing planes, right? It's just insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. Now, there are experts that are finally coming out and they're saying, well, part of this whole uh this whole problem with these planes and other people, uh, the reason the unemployment is so high can be tracked down to vaccine mandates. What? Professional economists are actually saying that. Of course that. they are. Can you believe that? Of course they are. Uh, Jennifer says, well, Joe's son, maybe close. Uh, greed and Power Ranger, Rob says. Yeah. I said Power Ranger, Rob. That was funny. Greed. Oh. Yeah, just get it. Uh, Todd Baker says, I seen that girl treating you like you were from CNN. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about... <laughs> Which one? Wait a minute. Was that on Twitter? I seen that girl treating you like you were from CNN. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Explain, Todd. Uh, Jennifer says, how many millions of dollars are the airlines losing if they have to cancel flights and they already have to do that? Yeah. yeah. See, here's the thing, Jennifer. They're just going to ask for a bailout. And uh, Sleepy Whisper and Joe is going to come out and say that they're too big to fail and we've we've got to support. And then Nancy Pelosi... And this is what they're going to do to be the heroes, to dig themselves out of this hole. They're going to come on and they're going to say, you know, that the Republicans are trying to stop you from being able to fly. And we've got to bail these airlines out. 
and blah, 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 blah. It's all Trump's fault. And then they're going to vote for this massive spending bill so that they can take it and bail the the, uh, airlines out for cutting their own throat. And it's going to be our tax dollars again. And it's just going to over and over and over. Oh, at the protest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That one girl, you know, that's funny that you said that because she would actually had a clipboard in her hand, this girl. And she was, she, and I, I was glancing over her shoulder to see what it said. And it had something to do with Arizona Republicans. Oh. So I said, Hey, I said, you know, I'd like to talk to you and I don't want to be on camera. Blah, 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 blah. She just barked at me and took off. So, you know, whatever I was, she was on a, a public sidewalk. I was on a public sidewalk, so she's fair game. It is the way it is. And then she shouldn't be so damn unfriendly if she's trying to recruit people. Yeah, but you don't know what she was recruiting people for. I don't know. It's had something to do with the Republican Party. I don't know. Yeah, She was counting how many people said they were and writing their names down so they could flip their votes next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to be filled, girl. Yeah. Build back brand in cybertoxin says that's right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. So those were my facts for the day. So guys, if you have any, um, I know it's kind of late. It's 20 after nine here in Arizona. Uh, but, uh, and if you, if you're in the East coast, like Jennifer and other people who I swear does not sleep ever. I, yeah, I don't either know. Ever, ever. Yeah. Ranger Rob, I wouldn't doubt it. If her name was Karen, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. <Poor> Karen's. <laughs> But it's a great, it's a great name. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it because she acted like one and she was, uh, she was a snooty little thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And I tried to talk to her other friend, her other friend with the other clipboard. And she was just as cold. Oh, so yeah. You're making friends everywhere. Uh, Jennifer says, no, I don't. Welcome to menopause. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. Yeah. Well, you know, discussions have been Amen, going sister. around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right uh yeah so guys is there anything that you guys would like to throw out? any facts that you'd like to talk about before we end the show we'll uh, give you a couple seconds because i know there's a delay if not it's okay i get it we can talk about ranger rob's idaho pasture pigs yeah we want to go fascinating we're going to go up and check them out absolutely yeah absolutely we're invited it's an open invitation all right to the homestead up there you know i'll travel anytime (laughs) that's right anytime anytime so open invitation and now that he's got the pigs it's even that more enticing because he's got the whole uh aqua thing going on what are those things called the hydroponics uh, hydroponics is that the aqua that you're looking the aqua thing (laughs) aquaman the whole hydroponics deal is going on he's got that going and uh he's got the chickens in the chicken coop and his wife sherry does all the canning and cooking and uh i mean it's unbelievable so rob if you're still in the room oh he says he is, uh, and he has a question could the ships have missiles on them are you talking about the ships that are out in the ocean is that what he's talking about i think so it's a conspiracy question oh it's a conspiracy at ah. least I, that's what i'm guessing i gotcha is. yeah henry mendoza he says josh barnett uh and wendy say they have screenshots of two people uh, deleting data from the election. Why do you think they have not name dropped? Interesting question, Henry. That's a good question. Um, maybe they're waiting for the right time. 
maybe they're waiting closer to election time. Maybe they're waiting for the Senate in the house to reconvene. So something can actually be done in the state because Doug Ducey and I have a sound clip. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, geez. Doug <laughs> Douglas, you silly thing. <laughs> Doug Ducey refuses to call a special session. Now, I don't know if he can or not. I don't know the details on that, but he's really being, people are harping on him to, uh, to call a special session. Uh, I know Kelly Townsend is asking for a special session. I know Wendy Rogers is asking for a special session, but he's refusing to do it. And uh, he's out washing cars. He's uh, making videos of washing cars. And then uh, Bronovich, Mark Bronovich is running around making videos of him playing with nunchucks. So this is what our, <laughs> Republican leaders are doing right and this now. This is what our tax dollars are doing. This is so what that's our, fine. Yeah, our tax dollars. Yeah, and this is fine. what Mark Bronovich feels as good material for tweeting him playing with nunchucks on a rooftop. And then Ducey's running around washing cars, but they can't get anything else done. So I don't know. Uh, to long answer to your question, but I think, I think it's timing. I think uh, if they do have that information, maybe they're holding on to it. Uh, for a reason. I mean, Carrie Lake is out running and talking about uh, Katie Hobbs should be in prison. I mean, she's coming right out on TV in interviews. Uh, I think even on CNN, CNN was interviewing her. And they're like, do you really believe Katie Hobbs should be arrested? And she's Carrie Lake. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If she vi violated the law, if she committed fraud, she should be arrested and put in prison. And I think people are starting to like, yeah, but you she, know, she won't be. She won't be because she's a Democrat. Let's, uh, let's see. Jennifer says, hello. Open invite to our, to our homestead. homestead. Of course, it's not as cool as Rob's. Well, <laughs> I, and it's not as close either. So, right. <laughs> but we will, we will. We're not afraid. To I want to come out and check out the gray feather farm for sure. Mark says moose. <laughs> the moose. Yeah. What are your feelings on the moose? <laughs> Is that what you're asking, Mark? <laughs> I feel like that's a location <laughs> where he's currently. Oh, where he's currently at. He's currently gotcha. At. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, but that's what I think. I think. Henry said, if they name drop, we can apply pressure. It would be nice. Yeah. It but would be nice. Without, without Congress being in session and Ducey's kind of a, oh, hit the button again. That one that's lit up. Doug Ducey. Oh, uh, Doug. <laughs> Doug. Douglas. You silly thing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I think, uh, dropping a name right now might be too early. It just might not be, um, advantageous for them to do that. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Uh, cyber toxin says, I just heard today. There are some severe winter weather coming down in the West. Interesting. I did not know that cyber toxin. Are you talking about Northwest Southwest? Or are you talking about severe winter weather? Maybe Colorado. Uh -oh. Uh oh, don't even say it. Oh don't boy. Say it. Oh boy, we have uh, we got a wedding to go to in Colorado <laughs> next weekend. Uh oh, should be interesting. Yeah, interesting. Probably won't even describe it, but that's okay. Oh boy, oh, it's gonna boy. be really fun. Well, at least we rented the car. Yes, we're not driving our own, so we'll that'll be stuck. fun. We'll get stuck somewhere. Yeah, if I wrap it around a telephone pole, oh, at least can it's we not. not? Mine. I know. I'm just kidding. Jeez. Uh, Jennifer says your thoughts about the upcoming elections. Any, are you talking about the 2022 elections? I think, uh, I think the border crisis is going to 
really hurt the Democrats. Uh, now, if this is if we're talking if elections are legitimate and fair, that's the thing. So we don't you, know. You that. have to get over that hurdle first, right? Because do I think that there's enough negative? I agree with Judge. Do, do do I think there's enough negative to hurt them? Absolutely. Oh yeah. But it, it it's like you and I had the discussion earlier. How do you even trust to put your vote out there? Like that girl. Let's just again conspiracy theory. We're gonna borrow her the CNN ch or chick that you know, wouldn't talk to you or whatever. Oh yeah. How do you know she isn't taking down names? Yeah. We don't know who she is to turn then to flip my vote for what I like. There's been no correction. So how do you trust anything until someone says, okay, we're at least 50% better than we were. Cause we all know that there's not going to be a hundred percent fix on anything, but give me something that you're doing. Give me some way that says, I don't care if I got to give you my fingerprint. You haven't anyway. You got my DNA. I've been to the doctor before. So let me go put my DNA on something. Let me go give you my fingerprint yeah, to, and vote so that it goes the way that I say that it's supposed to go. But nobody can do that. She was a little like standoffish. Well, that girl you can, was. You can be a little, a little standoffish. You can be a little overwhelming at times. Well, you know, that's true. I'm sticking a camera in her face. But, uh, You're like, hey, you want to talk to me? Yeah, I'm like, why are you here? I'm not going to be Uh Let's see. So, yeah, thoughts about the upcoming elections. If the elections were fair, I think the Democrats get slaughtered. I think they lose the House for sure. And I think the Senate uh, goes back maybe two or three uh, Republicans. Now, we know Manchin, he's talking, he's whispering about maybe bailing on the Democrats. He's denying it. Well, he he's putting his feelers it. out there, right? Yeah, he has so to deny it. If he does, he'll go independent. He won't go GOP, but that's still one less Democrat. So the House could, or the uh, the Senate could easily get turned back over at a turtleneck down there, uh, Mitch McConnell. But <laughs> see, turtle face, turtle head, whatever his name is. So, but I think the border is huge. I think Afghanistan still sticks in the craw of people. I think people are still bent out of shape about that. Speaking of rape, we were talking about rapes earlier. Uh, there's already been multiple rapes and the people have, that have been arrested have been these Afghan refugees. And uh, one just happened. I think it was in Montana this week, either today or yesterday. And now Montana's like saying, Hey, stop this crap. These, these people are barbaric. They've been living in caves for the last you know, 200 years yeah. and they drag women around by their ponytails, just like in the old cartoons. Mm -hmm. That's how, it, that's how they operate. So they're animals. And now there, there's 14,000 or whatever it is well, running the, around the this thing, country somewhere. And, and I'm going to show my unintelligence about Afghanistan and everything. The thing I thought that was really interesting that I found out that I hadn't, I never thought about, they, they still live in the concept of a tribe. There's, yeah. There's no structure government. There's no like, so you have a whole lot of different tribes and they don't like each other. Nah. And how big can they be? They're probably a couple thousand people, maybe 10,000 at the most, each one of the tribes. Mm -hmm. And they're fighting amongst each other and they don't like anybody else. And then you bring them over here. You give them a whole bunch of free crap. You put them on an airplane, fly them somewhere, dump them somewhere that, you know, I hate to say this, but a lot of our, even our poorest people are not, you know, they're not as poor as the people over there. You give them all this free stuff and they have a free pass to pretty much do whatever they want. Right. you got to be kidding me. What do you think is going to happen? And the women over here actually are walking around in shorts and maybe like a tight shirt. Yeah. The women they're over in Afghanistan are dressed like Charlie Brown on the, the Halloween, <laughs> right? 
in the ghost you, all you got the little eyes all you can see is beady little eyes and he's got this thing right that's how the women are dressed over there so they're not attractive they don't bathe they probably they kind of stink a little you know well if you don't bathe tr traditionally sure that follows they're but... probably not brushing their teeth they probably don't have the best hygiene right and so that attraction isn't there. Well, now you bring the guys these dudes over. It's not just the chicks. That <laughs> no, I know the guy. But yeah, but I'm talking about the guys specifically. Now some of them do because there right? is there. You know, there are some that have. They're they're over in Afghanistan them. looking at their lady or at the goat. And they're like, which one? Oh, okay. That now they come over here and the women are scantily clad, wearing the makeup, hair is done, smelling like perfume. They bathe every day, shave their legs. Of course, these men. They don't they look at a woman and think it's a just a second class citizen. Yeah. Oh, she's hot. I think I'll, you know, take care of that today. You get so shy with some words. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Uh Sherry says, fact, my best friend Aww. forever, Shelly. She's awesome. See, that's Love very you, nice. Yeah. Jennifer says Sherry, that's the truth. Aww. Oh, Mark Espinosa, where'd he go? Oh, a little uh Warren Parton, I'm golfing on Friday in Colorado. Oh, yeah, that could wreck your plans, Espo. Yeah, that may not be happening, Mark. Cold we'll little see. piggies, Ranger Robs. <laughs> Cold little piggies. Yeah, he had the pig cam going. He had like an hour of the pig cam oh, no. on his channel. Yeah, very, very cool. He's got the pigs. Uh, Todd Baker says, uh, they always say that cyber, normal Washington weather. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, that's my point, Jennifer says. It is, is, is it, it ever, ever going, going to be anymore? fair anymore? No. I don't think so. Unless. If they eliminate the machines and they have paper ballots and they have voting day and none of this mail-in crap, that's the and they then they go over the voting rolls because you you've got to clear out the voter rolls every year. You can't people are moving in and out of Phoenix and Maricopa County every day. Yeah, the voter rolls the change by the thousands, tens of thousands, and they've got to update the voter rolls, but they don't. And then so this last we had a, a mail in ballot election just a couple of weeks ago here in uh, in Arizona. And it was mail in only. You can't even go to the polls mail in only. And they, there's people taking picture on Twitter of five or six ballots that came to their house. And none of them are for people that live there. Yeah. And so the idiots in Arizona, the media, they're like, well, just just don't fill it out. Okay, but that's how fraud happens. <laughs> the people that are committing fraud aren't concerned about the laws. No. They're like, oh, hey, look, I can harvest all these ballots and pretend I'm this person. Mm -hmm. They don't verify signatures. They just mail them in. Yeah. And that idiot, Stephen Richter, whatever his name is, down at the uh, Board of Supervisors, that guy is as much of a clown as any of them, and he's a, he's a supposed Republican. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sorry. No. But I'm going off on a rant. Uh Todd Baker says climate change propaganda. Yeah, have you seen that spooky little 14-year-old girl? She's been all over the news. Rant and Raven. Let's go, Karen. Uh, let's go, Karen, Ranger Rob says. Henry Mendoza says 2020 was my first year voting ever. Oh, okay. Uh, because I was always thought elections were rigged. Then 2020 elections happened. If legislation is not passed, I would feel beat when it comes to voting ever so, again. So I agree. A, he he that's a phenomenal point right there. Phenomenal point right there because there is a lot of people that are in that scenario. Like 
Absolutely. You, you've been brought up that by, you know, when you turn a certain age, you get voting rights and you, you have the opportunity to make a difference in your community and in your country and with your government. But you know what? This time, not so much. It, it's just a farce. We really don't care what you think. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, I don't know. You just don't know what to believe anymore. No. You don't know what is fact, what is lie. fiction, right? You don't know anymore. Uh, Jennifer says, hope they don't uh, get around Rob's farm. Pigs might look kind of cute next to the goats. <laughs> That's where she started. Uh, Rob? I did the pig cam for you, John. See, Aww. because I, I was watching his previous YouTube video. Uh-huh. And he was talking about putting a pig cam out there. And I was like, 24-7 pig cam. Let's make it happen. Like live. That's awesome. Let's get it rolling. See? Let's get it rolling. Let's watch these pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're just tuning in, we're talking about actual pigs. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rob, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have one feeder, two breeders, right? So you got two that are going to make more piglets. And then the one's going to go under the knife eventually and uh, be served. Oh, geez. Pork chops. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, there you go. Kind of so, all over the place tonight. Yeah, we are. A little intense. Any other facts you'd like us to discuss? Fact. We will not be here next week. Yeah, we won't be. We're actually going to be leaving to head to Colorado for a uh, wedding next week. So. I will be here Monday with Tyke. Yes. Uh, but then uh, the rest of the week, we will be uh, off to Colorado. Mm -hmm. And we're very excited about that. Hey, price of bacon. Yeah, exactly right, Jennifer. Uh, that's I think that's why Ranger Rob, he's a bacon guy. And you can't afford your own bacon. You got to make your own is what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't absolutely. afford to go out and buy a pound of bacon anymore. Yes. Uh, yes guess for dinner when you come up. Ooh. <gasps> Uh-oh. Do you see the last comment too? Oh, let's podcast live in Colorado. Hey, don't tempt me. I can take the I can take the whole getup and we Espo, can take it to Colorado. Plan to be on next week. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll uh, podcast live from Colorado. Yeah. It's done. We're driving, and so I can pack the whole studio and take it with. <laughs> when me. we go to Rob's, we know what we're having for dinner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that, Rob. Not to have the pig for dinner. Why? Oh my gosh. What's wrong with that? Make a maybe you could make a little beautiful crown roast for us. Oh, uh Jennifer says that would be really cool. Yeah, maybe there'll be snow in the background, right? No, 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 no. Listen, it cannot snow until around eleven o'clock next Saturday night. <laughs> maybe like one. That's right. Would be would be better. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, let's see. I mean, you never know up there. Yeah. You never know. No don't ranger rob says stream 24 7 oh, oh, oh no <laughs> no there there will be things at that wedding that will not be uh broadcast i just have a feeling uh sherry says i hear a great father-daughter dance coming like video <gasps> of the show oh. from the wedding oh that <laughs> is podcast worthy <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't think you want to steal the show like you know mark and Kate. Kate will be dancing and I'll be sitting in the back. Oh, no, no. Live from Colorado. It's backyard politics. This the the dance, 
the the dance is what I'm talking about. We can uh, we can share that part. Oh, that'd be nice. There is a uh, father daughter dance, but there's also a father daughter dance that's coming. It's supposed to be fun. You oh, know, there's the traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the Mark and Kate version. Oh boy. Coming. So anyway, that should be fun. Too much personal. Mr. Cow breakfast. Oh, see. Now we're taking everybody out. <laughs> Are you going to get any goats, Rob? Are you going to do the whole nanny goat deal? Because you got the milk. I don't know if you do the goat milk thing. I don't personally. Uh, no cameras allowed, Mark said. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And then if we are able to go see Rob, we'll have to go live from there. And then if we go see Jen, we'll have to go live from there. Absolutely. So everybody can see, you know, faces. and. That's right. That'll be fun. Share Rob's knowledge. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely go live when we're up to see uh, Rob for sure. Goat cheese. Mm. Are you a fan? Oh, no. Uh, no goats, Rob says. No, no goats. Big no on the goats. Yeah. You got to consider it, Rob. It's it's gross. Goat milk is disgusting. Then why would but, you need to consider it? Well, because if, you know, if the whole economy collapses, you got to have milk. I'll tell you what. You ask Rob if the whole economy collapses, if we can go live on a little corner of his property and you'll bring the goats. I'll tend the, the chicken and the hemp plants. Uh, Lord. Ryan Rob says two cows in the future. If Sherry lets me, Oh, that's better that's than goats. A full farm. Yeah. So I'm assuming, um, would they be dairy cows or beef cattle or one of each? That's a good question. I don't know if we you may can... all be headed that way. Goat milk if, if is things... awesome, Jennifer says. Not when you grew up like I did, because I drank it and I didn't know it, but it was like right out of the goat. And I always wondered why my aunt had to strain the milk through like a like a cheese cloth. Screen. Yeah, or a wire screen. And it was to catch the hair. So yeah, it was bad <laughs> bad experience for me growing up. Oh, beef. Beef cattle. Okay. All right. So your milk is still questionable. Where are you going to get the milk? That's that's my question. You don't drink milk anyway. Why are you so concerned? I put it on my cereal. Okay. Got to have it on the cereal. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, not a big milk fan, Ranger Rob says. Well, that makes sense. All right. Well, we're boring everybody beefalo. here. Yes. Yeah. We're building it. We're, yeah, beefalo. Beefalo actually are all over the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Yes. And they're trampling the prairie up there. Mm -hmm. And they actually put out a hunt. You can actually, I think they had 10 spots and like 10,000 people applied to go up and kill a beefalo up there. And they're right. sitting ducks. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. not moving very they're fast. They're 20 feet off small, the road. Yeah, they're in a yeah. small area. And they're, yeah, they're as dumb as they come. And uh, Jennifer says, no, one should be drinking milk I after two years old. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. I squeeze almonds. <laughs> Can you milk note, me, Rob? I've got on, nipples. I knew that's where we were going. Okay. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Uh, everybody, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. We got Jennifer in the room. Ranger Rob, Country Living. If you haven't checked out uh, his uh, channel, channel, YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, Todd Baker was here, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. And uh, who else did we I have here? We had Mark Espinosa. We had Sherry, uh, uh, Sherry Espinosa was here. We had, um, I know Cyber Toxin was here. Uh, Henry Mendoza was here. Uh, and a whole slew of people stopped by to say hello. Uh, so anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead and end it. It's Friday night. 
and we're going to go relax. So everybody have a great weekend. We will see you soon. Be kind to one another, love each other and uh, keep fighting for America because she's worth it. Catch you on Monday.